and gentlemen, welcome to episode 251 of the Get Around Podcast. We are happy to be here with our lovely and loyal Audible viewers who have been with us after we just celebrated Milestone uh, 250 last week. Here we are in uh, 251 this week. Uh, I'm your host, Brendan Queeley. Alongside me, James Cook and Jordan Puente. Boys, how are we doing after a pretty full week of uh, sports from the from the last week on on, on everything Born from high way. school to to obviously the NFL draft which we'll get into a lot later lots of playoff hockey and basketball baseball all that stuff going on playoff hockey is electric right now I watched it last night it was awesome Good times did you see the weird thing about the NBA playoffs that but the, the final eight teams yeah, are one through eight one, are one through eight seeds first time ever first time ever I love it. Yeah, I thought that was. I, it took me a while to understand what they were trying to say. It was like it's the yeah. first time. I'm like, what now? And yeah, then I was like, it. oh, okay. Yeah, so there's there's a one, nine, two, a three, three, four, eight. five, six, seven, and eight seed that, left. That, yeah, each seed is represented in the uh, the next round. The, what uh, the, Semi- the next round conference mm-hmm. semifinals? Yeah, semifinals, which is awesome. Uh, which is pretty wild. So. Speaking of basketball, um, we'll get into to this uh, right away because uh, last week you will, if you listen to last week, you will have heard us talk about the g- girls' basketball all-region team and how that was going to come out on Saturday. Some issues out of our hand uh, forced us to delay that a week, uh, and so that will be coming out now this coming Sunday, which means that. Uh, Unfortunately, we will not have gotten all of the all-region teams out by by the end of April, which was my goal. But that's okay. As as Jordan said, it was it's better to to do it right than do it quick. Yep. Look out for that uh, coming up on Sunday. Uh, episode two hundred and fifty-one of the Get Around Podcast is brought to you by Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's has a pair of locations in Traverse City. They make subs that are freaky fresh to do it freaky fast because they're Jimmy John's. Freak, yeah, yeah, woo, yeah. Good enthusiasm right. on that one. So, I want to jump back into our conversation that we were having last week, talking about pizza. And, and Jordan, thank Great you combo. so much for. Great it combo. really was. Great it really combo. was. And I want to say, I'm. I'm not disappointed. I'm not mad at you. I guess I am disappointed. I thought we had an agreement that we were all going to get pizza um, <laughs> afterward. I held up my end of the bargain. <laughs> I got, I got Detroit style pizza last Monday. Uh, and I sent you guys a picture of it, and it was really delicious. Looked it was, good. Uh, I it got some good. jets. I had uh, mushrooms, sausage, peppers, onions. I think I think that was it. And yeah, it was delicious. Uh, again, it, it proved what I said last week. If I just want to have pizza, give me Detroit style every time. It's got such a good a good crust. But you guys <laughs> went to my favorite restaurant in Traverse City. What did you guys get at Barrio? Oh man, I got. A whole customized taco. It was really good. Yeah, I got like the special, uh, the queso, and then the the special um, guacamole. You know, All right. they always I, they always have like a different, like, kind of special of the week and everything. So it it, it was pretty good. It was pretty good, and we got it to go. And yeah, I do. Had to. Lord, they gave me so many tortilla chips. We're yeah, still eating. You, you we're still like eating those tortilla chips at home. Yeah, you still have like a bat. I, I was kind of surprised. I'm like, isn't that like way more than what they normally give out? Hey, that's yeah. awesome that they gave you that much tortilla chips, though. Yeah, I like that. I I remember the first time that I went there. It was after I'd spent a day uh, a day at the beach, and um, myself and a couple of my friends uh, went went there, and. I was I was a little nervous because you know they're like, have you ever been here before? And anytime uh, the wait staff asks you if you've been here before, you're like, okay, so this isn't like a normal restaurant. I'm gonna have to do something weird, and you know, but so you basically have to build your own taco. And I did that, and it was so good. And I had this. I don't know if you guys have had this there. It's the uh, blackberry bourbon lemonade. No, sounds good though. Mm-hmm. Next time you go there, have that drink. Oh well, it is it is delicious. So that, along with a couple of tacos, it's it's one of my favorite things. And so that became that quickly became my favorite restaurant in Traverse City. And 
uh, went there for my, uh, I don't remember what birthday it was, but it was uh, one of my more recent birthdays. And uh, Harrison Beebe, uh, sports director, uh, seven and four, uh, was along for the ride. And he decided that he was going to treat everyone to uh, pitchers of margaritas. Uh, and he decided that he was also going to go top shelf tequila. Wow. And so the bill, the oh. bill ended up being, I think, like $350. Good God. Jeez. Which is. Good God. Hey, that's a insane. good night out, though. Wow. But that's only yeah. one restaurant. Holy smokes. Crazy thing was, I didn't even I didn't even have uh, any margaritas because I don't, I'm not a big tequila guy. So I just had my blackberry bourbon lemonade. It was the rest of the the crew that was yeah. down in pitchers of margaritas, drinking top shelf tequila in there. That doesn't make any sense. You don't need probably don't need top shelf tequila in your your margaritas, right? I don't know. I wouldn't well, think so. Uh, depends on. Nah, 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 I mean, you don't really. have to. I mean, you don't have to. But if you're really feeling a little frisky, you might as well. And I guess if you have the money, so that too. But, uh, that too. Yeah. That was fun. Uh, I have no idea you know what, what happened, that? though. I will say I don't know what happened as far as our pizza decision. We did not go get pizza. I don't know what happened. It's not a good. James suggested it, and I was all on board. It was a good choice. Though. I didn't know that there was an assignment. I didn't know either. <laughs> Until you sent us the photo, I immediately looked at James and was like, I don't think we uh, did what we said we were I had pizza last night. <laughs> does that make up for it? Yeah, it does. We made it our does. own pizza at home. Which when we made pizza at home, we just we oh, just use we just take so like good. the the, the cheap like Jack's pizzas or you know whatever store brand oh, yeah, pizzas, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we just load it with stuff. That's good. That's right. Oh, you know, nice. I, we cut up salami. We had mushrooms on there. We had uh, my wife likes pineapple, so we put pineapple on there. Ooh. You know, we put the oh my the, God, pe- the pizza spice. You know, Hold we have like on. a thing of a pizza spice shake on there, and we put onions and peppers and. Yeah. That's such a good idea. A and then I've never pizza. thought of like and then we just, I've never thought of another layer of a Jack's pizza. Yeah, and then we just put another layer, huge layer of pizza or uh, cheese Sauce. on top. That is a really wow, I'm hungry. <laughs> 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 Not again. Not again. Why? It's time, man. So, so I was watching an episode of uh Diners, Drive Ins and Dives. Great show. And uh Guy Fieri was at a place called the Blue Pan in Denver, Colorado, okay. and it was a, a Detroit-style pizza place opened up by two guys from Michigan. Oh, and one of them, one of them, his name was uh, Jeff Smokovich, and I know that we have Smokovich, and it's spelled the same way mm-hmm. uh, as the Smokoviches that are uh, in, in our area. But I wasn't able to uh, to find out. Yes, my my puppy is. Hello, buddy. Hello. Oh yeah, I know. Welcome to I'm the talking, show. I'm talking into the. Into the mic, yeah. My my dog Saint has uh, made a guest appearance here uh, on the Pod on the get around. Pod crashing, <laughs> but awesome. um, <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, I was just, I was like, oh, I, I thought it was pretty cool. I wanted to see if he was anywhere you know, from the area because what the Smokoviches are is that like Joburg area, Mancelona? Johannesburg, yeah, yeah. He's a football coach and athletic director. Yeah, and so, but the, um, he was not from uh, that that area uh i think it, i think it was from birmingham uh michigan the jeff smokovich oh, was I know. but uh my aunt's from there yeah my aunt's from yeah. there. it was uh i was like oh cool it was one of those uh uh leonardo dicaprio um meme moments pointing at the tv like oh, I, I, hey, I, I recognize that, that. i recognize that <laughs> so awesome. all right uh speaking of michigan i'm going to continue on with my uh lovely uh Speaking of segues, we're bringing back the uh, the area code game. Uh, we are actually going to play two five one. You guys are going to play two five one amongst yourselves. Because I, I looked it up, and I'm going to have you guys guess what two five one is, and then we're going to guess what two five two. Because I think two five two is that's a Michigan one, right? Is two five two a Michigan one? Two four eight is. No idea. Two four eight is. Yeah, two four eight is a Detroit okay. area. I was going to say it wasn't. I think we just thought it was that ago. Yeah, I think two six nine might be a. Another Michigan area. Oh yeah, two six nine is as well. <clears throat> yeah. So all right. So uh, yes, the area code game is making its triumphant return to the Get Around podcast. Um, all right. So we'll just do quickly. You don't have to add. No, you don't have to go with any TV shows or anything like that. Oh. But what are your guesses for uh, for two five one? Since I looked it up already. 
I'll uh, I'll have you guys uh, fight over. Um, I'll just I'll just randomly guess Illinois. Okay. I'm going Tallahassee, Florida. Damn it, Specific Jordan! City. You must have looked it up. You must have looked it up because no, it I Florida. literally I just spitballed. Oh, all right. Well, I don't know if it's Tallahassee, but it is Florida. Oh, so let's go. It's... <laughs> all right. <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner for Jordan. He actually right on the money. Maybe winner, uh, winner, pizza dinner. <laughs> winner, winner, pizza dinner. I swear, dinner. I did yeah. not look it up. I swear, I just spitballed. Florida just popped in my head. I don't know why. That's awesome. Hey, really? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. All right, for uh, all right for two five two then. Well, uh, what are you guys I, again? I, I don't know why I think it's Michigan. I think I'm I got to be wrong because James, you've lived in Michigan your entire life. And yeah, I don't, don't recognize two five two. All right, so I was gonna pick home improvement, but now I'm not gonna pick home improvement because it's not Michigan. And then I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna go. I'm gonna go for that, but but it would make sense, right? Because Michigan has two three one, two four eight, two six nine. I feel like they would have a two five as well. But... Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I, th- I have a written. I have a list of TV shows written down in their locations, though, nice. for, uh, for me to guess in the future. Uh, <laughs> I so, love that. So <laughs> I, lo- I, yeah, I love. I think I already used this one. The first one, though, I, u- I think I used Vermont already, right? Hey, bring it back for Wednesday. Oh, I have no idea. Uh, yeah, maybe. I think I, mean, I, think I'm I did. I'm not keeping a running. I think I did. Running okay, total. so I'm gonna go, I'll go Georgia then for Dukes of Hazard. Oh man, okay. that's awesome. All right. Uh, you know what? I'll just stick with mine. I'll just I'll just keep with uh, home improvement. Uh, and uh, yeah, and that show because I'm pretty sure. I mean, that's that that's set in or in on around Detroit. I think. Right, it is. It is Michigan because Tim Allen's the, a Michigan guy. Tim Allen's a Michigan guy. Michigan I'm not guy. sure where it was set exactly. Gotta be a Okay. I'm going back to Albuquerque, New Mexico. Because Better Call Saul, the last season, is finally back on Netflix. So that's what I've been watching. Jeez, you have you have done Albuquerque, New Mexico. Like this is at least the fourth time. Fourth time to charm. Let's do this. Okay. <laughs> All right, so 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 there are guesses. Guessing we'll that find out. Perpetuity. Woo! Yeah, eventually, it's going to we'll, be right. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> we'll find out the uh, we'll find out the winner uh, next week as we uh, continue this game going forward until again we we find another another dead spot that there's just none of it assigned. Oh yeah. Uh, so all right, well let's uh-huh. uh, <clears throat> let's get into the pulse. Nothing like uh, nothing. Like two old guys having a cough, an old-fashioned cough off. Take a break. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's. Uh, are you guys familiar with the, a stand-up comedian named uh, Nate Bargatze? Oh yeah, yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, funny. yeah, he is. He is hilarious. In his, uh, in his special that he did, I think it was during COVID because he did it. He did it outside. He did a joke about how COVID. Uh, has ruined coughing uh, mm-hmm. for his parents, and how like it's what it's their favorite pastime. Just coughing in public is their favorite pastime. I'm not doing it any justice, obviously, just by talking about I it. I can tell you one thing that's gone forever is uh, coughing in public. That's that's a that's a wrap. I mean, you drink water wrong at a restaurant, just go walk in traffic. Uh, <laughs> whole restaurant just stops. Your table would be like, get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> and you don't know who that's going to hurt the most to cough in public? My parents. That's what I feel. Because that's one of their favorite things to do, is cough in public. <laughs> they love it. That's all they do. They cough everywhere. My dad's choking constantly. <laughs> just always, if he's not choking, that's when we get worried. That's how much choking he's doing. We go to a restaurant, and they're like, is your dad okay? I'm like, oh, I didn't even, yeah, that's just what he does, you know? <laughs> It is hilarious. If you haven't seen his his specials, Tennessee Kid is is so funny. The greatest average American is so good. Yeah, and he's, then he's got his most recent one. He's got a brand new one on Prime. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, that's on Prime. I almost the dude like almost kills me every single time. Yeah, his I watch delivery him is amazing. Spec. Yeah, he's pretty funny with it. His delivery is amazing, and it's so it, good. It's hard to be that funny and being that clean. Yeah, <laughs> to an extent, you know. Yeah. I mean, I like yeah. the, I like the blue comedy as much as anybody. 
but he he does it being clean and it's and it's still incredibly funny. The the, the one you was, were talking about with the COVID was the one where the the helicopters kept flying over all the time, so he had to keep yeah. stopping. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Funny. Yeah. This is like outdoors in Las Vegas. He's he's so good is that he doesn't even. It, it's not you don't he doesn't even need to be clean like it's not that he's even trying to be clean i don't i don't i mean i know that he is but like mm-hmm. his material is so good that it's not hurt by him being clean uh i didn't even know until he started talking about it on his podcast right listened to an interview that he had done uh, where he talked about uh, being clean and i went oh yeah Oh, I guess yeah. I I, I just never noticed because I mm-hmm. just thought he was that he was he was just that funny. Yeah. So like on the last his uh, last one, he he talks about how he did, he doesn't even like to use the word suck, <laughs> but then he proceeds right. to use it a bunch of times. <laughs> he's like yeah. that's he's like that's about as dirty as I get. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, if you if you haven't listened to his bit on Starbucks from the Tennessee kid. Oh, uh, so go funny. back and watch it. That it is... is when he's when he the the milk with ice bit <laughs> is is the funniest thing I've ever heard. Uh, when I need a laugh, I just go back and I watch that because it's it's guaranteed to make me laugh. Oh yeah. So again, sorry for sorry for the uh, for, for getting off on the uh, uh, on a, a digression there. But uh, James, when you said a good old fashioned cough off, I had uh, <laughs> I had to go. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that from. Uh, just... <laughs> so, all right, well, let's get into the pulse, finally. Uh, and nothing local uh, this week, uh, except for a little bit of the local connections when we talk about this. But I wanted to get your thoughts uh, on the draft. James, um, I I wanted to text you Thursday night because I was assuming you were watching the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, you know, I knew that the, uh, the, the Lions had multiple first-round picks. Uh, and I think this is the first time that like I, I watched the draft with interest in in quite a while because after what the Bears did, trading down and then trading down again, I was like, all right, who are, who are they going to take? <clears throat> uh, and and then I, I'm just curious to know what you felt about uh, your Detroit Lions and, I, and how they performed. I liked I liked who they got. Um, like a lot of people, everybody was thinking that they could have gotten them a little bit lower, but I think, um, the stuff that's coming out, I don't think that's necessarily true. I think, uh, Brad Holmes had it scouted out pretty well, what other teams were interested in these other players and he got ahead of them and, and took the guys that he wanted and thought were fits. So, uh, you know, I, I guess the Patriots were going to take Jameer Gibbs at 14 yeah. and as soon as the Lions took him at 12, the Patriots traded, Thanks. traded back. Thanks for that. Okay. Thanks, Patriots. We got an old line. We got an old line for that. Thanks, Patriots. Mm-hmm. And then they were able to trade DeAndre Swift for a, a pick in two years, <laughs> two seventh pick, <laughs> a fourth round pick in two years, and a and a seventh. Yeah. Jeez. That's all they got for Swift. Well, yeah. Well, he's in the last year of his contract, so, so oh, okay. and he's got you know okay. injury. He's always he's always hurt. <clears throat> he really is okay. always hurt. So yeah, a fourth and a seventh is what they got for him. To the what Eagles, was, what was... to the Eagles, who the the one thing the constant about the draft was the Eagles drafting players from Georgia, and then they even traded for one. Yeah, the Eagles are <laughs> Georgia University. They pretty much now. have reconstructed the Georgia defense from the twenty twenty one national championship team. Jordan Davis, a new guy. Well, I mean, guys. the whole line is the whole defensive line of Georgia Georgia players. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was smart. Uh, of the Bears to to trade back, uh, get a pick uh, from the Eagles, trade back one, uh, and, and I mean I knew that from at least listening to sports talk radio here in the Chicagoland area, they weren't really interested in the drama that would come with uh, Jalen Carter after his uh, off the field incident uh, that resulted in the death of two people. I I, I like uh, Darnell Wright a lot. Um, and I think, I mean, again, just because analysts say it on TV doesn't mean anything and who knows how everything's going to play out. But I, I was quite surprised when I, I I don't know who it was, uh, on the ESPN broadcast said that, uh, Darnell Wright could be the best player out of the first round of this draft. 
if, if all things uh, go to plan, um, which is great because, I mean, Bears need someone to protect Justin Fields, and that guy's huge. Oh, yeah. He is an enormous He's a big human being. He's a big dude. Offensive lineman, no? Right? Yeah, yeah O lineman. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, right, right guard, I believe. Fields needs so. a security guard. Get call get time to get one. First round. Hey, that's what we did. How do yeah, how do you feel about your uh I love it, your man. Pittsburgh we, uh, Steelers. I love it. Every this is one of, this is like the first year that I felt like they cared. I don't know if that that makes sense because every year we always try to draft a wide receiver in the first round or second round. We're always wide receiver heavy. We know how to draft wide receivers. It's, it's been known. But we have a new general manager and a new uh, assistant or player scouting. We have new front office people who, at this rate, traded for two Eagles O-line for, in the offseason, drafted an O-lineman. Thanks to the Chicago Bears for trading that 30-second pick because we were able to get Joey Porter Jr., who I, I thought we were going to get first round, but... Instead, we got him second round. I, I love it. I hope it all pans out. Like you said, you never really know what's gonna happen with any of these players that we get. Mm-hmm. But at least with Joey Porter and at least with the offensive lineman, we know what we're gonna get because, I mean, they. Oh my God, I and, love and it. Kenny Benton in this. Late, oh, and then late that, second oh, was, that's, that's another, another good defensive tackle, and then geez. the tight end they got the third. Oh, and then who, our tight end. Oh, that's t- supposed to be an early second round pick. As you can tell, I love our picks. That tight end, uh, if his numbers. If his jersey number is zero, which he says he wants to have zero, that I, I'm getting that jersey. I have to. I have to. Anyone that has a number zero on it, why not? That's unique. That's different. No one's ever done that. So yeah, you uh, your Steelers got that pick from the Bears for for Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool. <laughs> uh, um, how how should Bears fans feel about that? Uh, well, a lot of us, and at least with a lot of my friends, they basically think that the Bears got robbed and fleeced. Which, I mean, Chase Claypool is a good receiver. It's a good matchup. For, he's tall. He gives the advantage. He had his moments in Pittsburgh, but I don't, I don't know what happened. I still don't. I hope he has a good longevity career in Chicago or wherever he might end up afterwards. But I don't know, man. I mean... We'll see. This has to be a season where he comes out and has over, like, he is playing, like, the num- number two receiver because you guys have DJ Moore now, so you don't really have to depend on Chase Claypool as much. But Claypool gives you blocking. He gives you, if you want to throw it up, he'll jump up and get it. Like, he's still a good player. I just don't know what happened. Like, he just fell off. So How did you guys feel about, um, oh, go, go ahead, James. I was going to say, do the Steelers only have two scouts because they only drafted players from the Big Ten and the SEC? We love our Chicago players. We love not Chicago. We love our Georgia players. Yeah, two players from Georgia, and then the rest of their draft was all Big Ten players. Did you see the other stat that most of the Georgia players went to Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, and Philly? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> so Mike Tomlin loves his Georgia Bulldogs. George Pickens, for example, last year. Yeah. What did you guys think about uh, Will Levis um, falling as much as, as he did? I mean... You can't really listen to the hype around everyone because you never know. Everyone thought, I mean, I didn't think he was going to go first. I thought he might have gone late first, but he got picked up, what, second, early second round? Second? Round? Yeah, one of the one of the first couple of picks of the second round, like right before the the Lions. I don't know. We'll see. <clears throat> he had an o- I was able to watch a few of his games in college. I mean, he's a pretty decent quarterback, but over Anthony Richardson, I take Anthony Richardson. Over C.J. Stout, I take C.J. Stout, Bryce Young, and then Will Levis, like, Mm-hmm. Oh, I did see the funny uh, tweet from Jim Ursay when he was before the, before the <laughs> second round started. He uh, hey, was Colts asking Nation. was asking the Colts fans if they should draft Will Levis because they had already taken Anthony Richardson in the first round <laughs> and have like a Montana Young combination for a decade. God no! <laughs> I, Anthony Richardson, bro. I I really like Anthony Richardson. Oh, I I think that he could be a, an elite talent in the league. I think he's got all the tools. Uh, uh, to do that, so that's 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 an interesting pick for sure. It, I think it was uh, on this pro day, or it was at the scouting combine. Obviously, it's you can throw far when you're not having a bunch of people come at you. Everyone knows that, but he threw a 70, 80 yard bomb dart 
in the pocket, in the breadbasket of his receiver he's throwing it to. His arm talent might, I hope we get to see it. I hope Indy gets to see it, but his arm talent is unmatched. I don't think I've seen anyone throw that far. Like 80, like a whole length of the field, not touched. So what did you do? Just get arm talent. Yeah. So we expected, uh, we expected Ryan Hayes. We were thinking, what, fourth, fifth round? Uh, for him, that was kind of where... That's kind of the top end, yeah. Yeah. Ended up falling, what, to the seventh? Is that right? Yeah. To Miami? The seventh round of the Miami Dolphins, who only had four picks in the draft. Because the round one, they got confiscated because they meddled into bringing Tom Brady. So they uh, got that one taken away, which is why the Steelers ended up with 32nd, which is technically a first-round pick. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. Because the Dolph, because uh, you can't, you cannot yeah, was, uh, contact was, a player when they're still on a team. Yeah, it was tampering. Tampering. Cannot do got, that. And then they had traded away a bunch of other draft picks. Which again, I don't know why. But they, well, their their offense is pretty loded. It's pretty loaded. You know, and then they got they got Devin Shane in the or in the uh, third round, so he's like a just a really fast running back. He's not very big. Oh, they got that. But oh, uh, so that'd be interesting Stafford. to see Ryan Hayes blocking for that. For that offense, I mean, they they could be a prolific offense. He was he was big when he was at TC West, uh, but he has turned into a monster. Um, and how do we feel about where he landed? And how do we feel about uh, his his prospects uh, in the NFL and longevity uh, of of a career? I think it's a good landing spot for him. Um, you know, that was I think one of the places that Miami really needed to work on. Like, this year was their offensive line. I mean, they didn't protect Tua well enough last year, and he got and all those concussions. So, and he was the only lineman they picked. You serious? So, so I think he's going to have some, yeah, that they took in the draft. Oh, um, I didn't realize that. So I think he's going to have, you know, a chance to to work his way into their rotation, but, you know, pretty early. I would think so. I they didn't read much into the Miami Dolphins, so I don't know what the O line looks like, but I would assume so. Like, yeah, like they have their they have like wide open on the right tackle and right guard spots, you know. And yeah, uh, some of the ball. draft analysts are saying that Hayes is going to move in and play guard um, in the NFL, but yeah, I could see him playing right tackle too. Go from seventh round and playing guard, you made it, buddy. Yeah. Then Adam Troutman got traded during the draft yep. from, from New Orleans to to Denver. So uh, Russell Wilson, kid. <clears throat> yeah, so he'll have uh, Russell Wilson thrown to him. He gets reunited with Sean Payton, who's the guy who drafted him out of Dayton wow. a couple years ago. Oh, that's cool. And uh, so that'll be interesting. And then uh, uh, signing as an undrafted free agent was Joel Wilson, who's a tight end from Central Michigan. Who he's from Petoskey. I saw that. I saw that one. So and he got signed to the Saints. So he gets to replace Adam Troutman there. All right. Well, uh, any any final thoughts uh, on the the twenty twenty three draft? Any uh, hopes for the twenty twenty four draft? I, I I saw that the Associated Press ran a, a mock draft uh, of the twenty twenty four. Caleb uh, Williams. I think like the the day after. Caleb Williams. I, I thought that was I thought that was funny. This is way too early. The twenty twenty four draft is in Detroit too. Yep. Oh, very nice. Yep. Mm-hmm. I get. I make plans. Oh, make you plans. know what? Make plans. Make yeah. Plans. I'm, yeah, I want I want to just be there as a fan. Damn, so did I. <laughs> Damn, you know so what? I I think I think we cover it. Can we? No, that'd be awesome, man. Yeah, let's cover it. Oh, let's try. Why not? Why not? Let, that's let's, so, let's that's try. Cool. That's I like mean, once in a lifetime. It's in Detroit. It's like yeah. Three I mean, half, we three and a half miles, four, four hours. Had it, had Ryan Hayes uh, <clears throat> had he gone next year, we certainly would have a, would have a reason to go down there, but. Yeah, let's plan on covering it. Why not? So let's let's uh, you know, James, you can go as a fan. Jordan, you, you and column. I can, you you and I can cover it. I'll suit right? up. I'll suit up. You know why not? Suit up. Oh, oh that'd be so, awesome. Did you see? Uh, all right, Amon Ross St. Brown. He was announcing the Lions' second round picks. I saw that. Did you that see him awesome. troll the Brown? They're the Bears. <laughs> yeah. No, no, 
what did he, what did he, he say? He, he just had a phone. He was kind of like doing like a selfie video sort of, and he he showed like the the section of Bears fans in there, and they were all just sitting in their seats on their on their phones <laughs> and everything. And then like right next to him is the section of Lions fans, and they're all just you know decked out and everything, Jacked and just going crazy <laughs> and everything. He's just like, it's just a different energy here, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because his brother plays for the Bears. Yeah. Too. So, yeah. So it's yep. even another oh. layer to it. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, by the way, I do like the the running back you guys got. Gibbs. Oh, yeah. He's a great dude. He's a great running back. Good yeah. call. People, that first initial reaction was overreacted. But once you, like, read up on it and then you trade it swept away, good, good call. Yeah. Good, good, good yeah, he, he's an upgrade over Swift. I mean. The, and you got Jordan Montgomery, who has been super solid for, uh, or I'm sorry, David Montgomery. David Mike, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah so the pair of them the, two the Bears. Um, yeah. will be pretty good. And then as an undrafted free agent, they got a kid from Minnesota who's. I think, oh, yeah. The I corner. Think uh, make corner the uh, no, the running back. Running back. Abrams. Yeah. He's a really Ibra- good Ibra- Ibra- Yeah. He's, he had some injuries, but he's, he's been pretty solid. He's going to make the team. I think he'll basically be Jamal Williams. Well, well, Jamal Williams is not in the Lions no more. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying. He'll, okay, be, cool. he'll be Jamal Williams. That's that role. Two rookie running backs. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And Jordan. Oh my goodness. Okay. Hey. Uh, early All right. Well, then let's uh, let's continue the draft talk and continue it with uh, Senior Bowl Director Jim Nagy, who joined James and Jordan, uh, it, not in the podcast studio, but uh, on the phone, just like me, every single week. Let's get into that interview right now. Get Around Podcast is happy to have on Jim Nagy, that is the director of the Senior Bowl, Traverse City native as well. So uh, thanks for making out, carving out some time for us here. I imagine this has got to be an incredibly busy time for you. <laughs> yeah, it's good to be on, guys. Yeah, it's, it's busy, but it's fun because we're obviously just got through the draft and, uh, you know, it's these guys just realized a lifelong dream. So it's kind of cool showing, you know, seeing where they all ended up. And we had 100 guys drafted this year out of the game. So uh, it was a hundred opportunities on draft day to uh, get excited. Yeah, I guess we'll we'll get into the Lions picks in in a minute. Um, but we'll start with um, the one the area player who got drafted, which is Ryan Hayes, a tackle out of Michigan, going to the Miami Dolphins. Uh, what did you see from him? Yeah, so Ryan went in the seventh to Miami. Um, good spot for him, man. Like they they need some tackle help down there at Miami. I mean, every, everyone does really. You talk to teams around the league leading into the draft. I mean, everyone just looking for guys that can play tackle. So, uh, you know, Ryan had a good career at Michigan. I think that next step, it's been a process, right? Since he left West as a tight end, the whole process mm-hmm. in Ann Arbor was just adding bulk and adding strength. Um, and that's what I think he needs to continue to do. But, uh, you know, he came down here in the senior bowl and, and had a good week, had a little, uh, got nicked up on Thursday, couldn't play in the game, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, he repped on both the left and the right sides. You mostly saw him play on the left side. Uh, there at Michigan, but he kind of proved that he could be a swing tackle, and I think that's probably what he was drafted to be in Miami. He was a backup swing guy that could play on both sides, and um, he's in a good spot. He's, he's certainly got the right owner behind him with uh, with uh, Mr. Ross down there, and I know Mr. Ross has mm-hmm. his name on like half the campus in Ann Arbor, so uh, including the <laughs> business school. So kind of a kind of a cool marriage there. He's got the owner looking out for him, and and uh, yeah, I mean, to me, Ryan's best football still ahead of him. Yeah. Um... And yeah, that that right side of their line is kind of kind of a free for all, I think, in in uh, in Miami there. Um, so yeah, I think a pretty good landing spot for him. And uh, I think one of the videos that kind of came out of the Senior Bowl of of Ryan was one where he just kind of just threw, I think it was a Notre Dame defensive endman to the ground, right? I think it's I think it's the other way around. Was it? I think it was. Uh, I think it was the Notre I, Dame. I, I know there. Were, I know there was kind of. I think it went back and forth, and like he he owned the guy once, and then the other guy got him back or something. Yeah, that was Isaiah Foskey who went uh, number forty overall to the Saints. Yeah, they uh, they had some good back and forth. There's no doubt, and mm-hmm. uh, you know Foskey got the best of Ryan on that first rep of the week, and it was one of those. You know, they're still probably shaking the rust off a little bit, but. Uh, Mm-hmm. But yeah, they those, those two guys had some good battles. I don't know why it always ended up like the Michigan helmet against the Notre Dame helmet, but it kind of seemed to seemed to work out that way during the week. Yeah, 
Um, I guess let's we'll dive into the Lions picks um, since that's probably what interests people most from around here. Um, Jameer Gibbs from Alabama. You know, people said that he took him early and everything earlier than he was supposed to go, but uh, stories kind of coming out now that other teams were going to take him pretty soon after the Lions if the Lions didn't. Um, what did you see from him? Yeah, I mean, I, I was hearing the same things. I was hearing mostly late first round, but I don't know. I mean, Brad Holmes is talking to, to different people that I'm talking to, so if you feel like that's the player you want to get and you're getting whispers that, that he might go in the middle of the teens, then, then you got to take him there if that's the guy you you really want. Um, I've seen Jameer play. uh saw him play a couple times this fall, and uh, he's dynamic, man. He's dynamic. Um, he's going to be a really fun chess piece for uh, – you know, the offensive staff to work with. I think he's got some flexibility. Um, I've heard some of Elvin Kamara comparisons. I'm not going to go there. That's like one of my favorite players. Elvin's one of my favorite guys I ever scouted, so I'm not putting him in that category. <laughs> but uh, I, I do think Gibbs is, is a guy they could move around and get a little bit of versatility from, you know, if you line him up in the slot and get on the ball quick on some quick game stuff. Uh, but he's certainly a dynamic weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, then with that second first-round pick the Lions have that was their own, um, they get uh, Jack Campbell out of Iowa, who seems to be uh, a perfect in the uh, the kneecap, the knee biter mold <laughs> that uh, Dan Campbell wants. Uh, what did you see from him? Yeah, you know he's he's uh, again good football player, really solid guy. Um, he's he's one of those guys. The more you watch him, um, the more you appreciate the athlete. Like he's a big guy, so. He's not going to move around and look as good moving around as some of these smaller linebackers. This is a big old school throwback size linebacker. Um, but the more you watch him, like there's some efficiency to him. He's not like the loosest guy, but um, he's got good feet and he can run in a straight line. He can, he's, so he's got range um, and he makes more plays against the pass than you would think. They certainly didn't draft a two down linebacker, you know, 18 or 19 overall, whatever that pick was. I mean, they see this guy as a guy they can leave on the field all three downs. So, um, again, mm-hmm. a little earlier than maybe a lot of people had Jack Campbell to, to be projected, but at the end of the day, he's a good football player. Um, and if that's the guy the Lions wanted, and, and it's always not just about the tape. I mean, he might have knocked it out of the park in the interviews. He might just be a guy they want in the building um, to, to help, like, kind of continue to build that culture out that Dan Campbell and, and Brad Holmes want to build. So, Yeah, I think uh, that's certainly again, part of it. Yeah, it's got to be part of it. So, again, you can't, you can't fault the team for doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, one player I do want to ask you about, obviously a lot of people had Hendon Hooker going second or early first, obviously dropped down to the Lions. Well, as far as Lions fans, because I know they have Jared Goff on the team, but having Hendon Hooker as a backup, what could Lions fans expect from out of Hendon Hooker? Yeah, so, you know, we brought Hendon down here, and in my five years at the Senior Bowl, we never brought an injured player down here. You know, the guy's a really slippery slope. You start inviting injured guys to all-star games, then every, everyone's going to want to just, like, go through the interviews and not put their put their, put their their neck on the line in a practice. So, um, But Hendon was a different case, man. I mean, he was – I've said this over and over. He's one of the faces of college football this year, and if he doesn't get hurt, he's probably in New York for the Heisman presentation. Who knows? So um, he deserved it. Quarterback positions a little differently, as you guys know. I mean – the meeting room time, the interviews, I mean, it's so important for that spot. And, and again, it, there was a little bit of first-round buzz around Hennon as we as we were leading into the draft. And um, I didn't think that was going to happen. I really didn't. Um, so the third round seems about the right spot for Hennon, you know, and he's going into a great situation. I don't think anyone has any illusions he's going to go in and, and, and even compete with Jared Goff this year. We don't even know how healthy he's going to be. Uh, but it's a nice long-term option, you know, and, and he got beat up a little bit about because of his age. Uh, you know, he's whatever he is, 25 years old, uh, whatever Hendon is. But mm-hmm. um, these guys are all playing so much longer than they did back in the day. I mean, when I was growing up, quarterbacks, once they got into their early 30s, they were on the downside and they were out there on their way out of the league. So now, you know, you got Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and, and all these guys are playing in their late 30s, 40 year, four years old. Um, I wouldn't worry about the age, man. You're going to get two contracts out of Hendon Hooker. And, <laughs> and I do think he's a guy that has a chance to be a starter in the league. Um and we'll see. We'll see how he develops. But he's going to a good situation where he doesn't have to play, and he can learn from a good one, Jared Goff. So he's got all the he's got all the physical stuff. He's a good athlete. He can throw it. Um, you know, it's a difficult offense to really project guys out of because it's it's really apples and oranges. That's a really unique offense that Josh Heupel runs at Tennessee. So it made for a difficult evaluation. Um, but he's got all he's got all the physical stuff, and now they can they can time take their time really grooming him. Mm-hmm. 
How much do you think that the uh, the other second round picks that they got, uh, Sam Laporta and Brian Branch, fit? I mean, uh, Brian Branch, I think by pretty much consensus was the top safety in the draft, and then uh, and Porta Laporta, a guy that a lot of people had as the number one or number two tight end in the in the draft. What did you see from them? Uh, yeah, Sam's a solid all around tight end. I don't think he's dynamic in the pass game, and I don't think he's a you know a, a true butt kicker in the run game either. But he's good at both. Um, so, you know, he's, he's, he's going to be on the field. They're going to find a role for him. They wouldn't have taken him that early if they didn't think that. Um, but a good, solid football player. And, uh, and I really like Brian Branch. Um, I would agree. I don't know if, like, I don't know where his future home is going to be. Safety, nickel. Um, I actually think he's a nickel. He had a phenomenal pro day workout um, up in Tuscaloosa. And I was up there. Really fluid mover. Really nice feet. Um, has a nice feel. He just didn't run fast, right? He was he was a high four or five guy. So I mean, you're not going to get any outside flexibility out of him. I mean, I heard some some uh, comparisons to Minka Fitzpatrick. The difference between those two guys is Minka could really line up outside and play corner because he was in the he was a four four guy. Um, but Branch, if you got if you if you got him in the nickel and you have protection over the top, or you got him back at safety, he's got good enough instincts there where he can, he can he can gain a step with his instincts. Um, so he plays with better range than most four or five guys would. And, and uh, again, not knowing exactly what the secondary depth chart looks like right there right now. Again, I can't believe you would draft that guy up where they took him <laughs> and not thinking he's at least going to fit into a sub package, whether that's nickel or in dime. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Lions fans are going to see that guy on the field pretty early. And I think he's going to be a really good player. Yeah, one of the comps that I saw on him was uh, was C.J. Gardner-Johnson, yeah. who's a guy the Lions signed in free agency to a one-year deal. So, I mean, he could just down the road be a, a replacement for him. That's uh, right. No, that, that, yeah, I see that. Good, good comparison. Um, and then in the the end of the third, the Lions traded back up into the third to get Broderick Martin from Western Kentucky, a massive defensive tackle, um, and it just seems to be a guy that they're going to plug in there to be a, a run stuffer for them, right? Yeah, that was probably the head scratcher for me. Like that's a guy we didn't invite to the Senior Bowl. We don't we don't not invite too many third round picks to the Senior Bowl. Those guys usually don't get out of our out of our realm, but. Uh, He's a big body. He's a big body, and if they say he, 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 does, he doesn't have a lot of mobility um, laterally, uh, he can run a little bit once he gets going, but he's not going to be a guy that, that plays up and down the line. He's not going to give you a lot of flexibility. To me, he's a nose tackle only, and if they need a guy that you know his size that can just like you know sit in there and eat up blocks, um, I think he, he could be that. Um, but again, I'm not I'm not overly familiar with the guy because we didn't have him down here. We thought he was more of a, a more of a late draft pick than a third rounder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the seventh round they uh, took uh, Antoine Green from North Carolina, a wide receiver. I think was he there at the Senior Bowl as well? No, we didn't invite Antoine either, but uh, we did a lot of work on him. He was around the cut line for us. Um, you know, a size guy that can run. He was a you know he was a he was a guy that could get down the field. Made a lot of plays for North Carolina. Obviously, that Josh Downs was kind of the headliner there. Um, who went in the second round, but Antoine's, Antoine's got a chance, you know, for a late round receiver, I think it's going to be up to what he does on special teams. Um, he certainly is a good enough receiver to make it as a, a fifth or a sixth guy. Um, but now he's going to have to prove himself in the kicking game, which I don't think he did a lot of at North Carolina. So, uh, but where they took him in terms of a big guy that can run a little bit, um, that pick made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, then then the Lions with their, uh, undrafted free agents signed a couple of Notable guys, I think uh, Kansas State quarterback Adrian Martinez, Notre Dame safety Brandon Joseph, Minnesota running back Muhammad Ibrahim, and Oregon wide receiver Chase Coda are kind of the top four in there. Were those guys that you uh, looked at much? Yeah, we looked at all those guys. Mo Ibrahim was the one closest to getting a senior bowl invite, and it really came down to medicals. I mean, the goal of the senior bowl is to get everyone drafted, um, and it doesn't always work out that way. But, you know, sometimes we know that a guy's medical situation might not be very good, and and uh, and we knew that with Mo, uh, you, you know, they give him the rock a ton at Minnesota. There, there's not a ton of tread left on the tire. The guy was a phenomenal college running back. Um, but that's why he went undrafted. There's there's just some medical stuff there. But he's a really good player, man. And I I'm pulling for him because, again, they they rode him. They rode him into the ground at Minnesota. And, and uh, I hope he still has enough left in the tank to help Detroit because he was a really good college player. And and. Uh, and yeah, you know, Martinez is a guy that could has some dual threat ability, and and uh, you know, the Coda kid, I'm not not as familiar with, but uh, you know, free agency is huge. I mean, you, there's a lot more of those guys make it than than, than you're aware of. You, you get into the NFL, and 
and uh, mm-hmm. every year most teams have two or three or four of those guys make it. So hopefully those guys got a shot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, um, and then you said the the other one, the William and Mary offensive tackle, Colby Sarsdahl, was uh, was not at the at the Senior Bowl, but it's, uh, he kind of projects, I think, as maybe somebody who's going to move into guard. Played right tackle, I think, his whole career um, at William Mary, but was very durable and a uh, pretty good pass blocker and run blocker, but and has the uh, kind of has NFL pretty good NFL size aside from kind of short arms for a tackle. But um, and what else do you? What are you just? I think your your overall Lions takeaways from this draft. Well, certainly those guys up top will help them. I mean, you talk about Branch and Laporta and Gibbs and um, Campbell. I mean, those four guys that should be on the field next year in, in some role, and that you you got to hit those picks. Um, and again, those guys are all pretty. I mean, those are pretty easy, solid projections of where those guys are going to fit and be good football players. And then if they can hit on one of these later guys. Um, then that just kind of, you know, that just kind of makes the draft. But I, I think those top four picks will help them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Martin uh, fits in with what they needed. I mean, they they don't have that that huge defensive tackle, you know, type um, that they kind of needed to. And we saw that in that that Carolina game where they just kind of got abused oh, up yeah. the middle oh, <laughs> and out muscled and everything. So I think they they thought that was uh, an obvious need that they had to have somebody. And then they traded up to get him. They must have heard. Some some reports of some other team that had fallen in love with him or something because yeah he was projected to be like I think a fifth or sixth round pick. Yeah, they were they were talking to different people than we were then, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but good, good luck to Brock Martin, man. I hope he becomes a good player for him. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, any other uh, any other players, non Lions or anything like that from the uh, combine right. that uh, that you saw at the Senior Bowl that were uh, were standouts. Uh, well, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead, go I ahead. really want to ask you this. I'm a Steeler fan. Uh, die, I live yep. and breathe. So with all the Lions talk, I, I respect that. Any thoughts on uh, the Steelers' first rounder, Broderick Jones? Because obviously that man's a beast inside. Didn't give up a single tackle while he was at Georgia. Um, what are the Steelers getting in Broderick? Um, you know, I didn't spend a lot of time on him because he was a true junior. He, he wasn't uh, eligible to play in our game. I mean, I, I thought the best one of that class, I watched him a little bit. Um, he's played some guard. I like that. And he's played guard and tackle. And right now, like talking to Mike Tomlin when he was here at the senior bowl, they were looking for offensive linemen. Yeah. Um, they really were. I, th- I thought Darnell Wright from Tennessee was a guy they could take, but he went before them. Um, so I know they were looking, but you know, it was like undecided. They've got Dan Moore at left tackle and Chooks, Chooks at uh, right tackle and so there's some moving parts, um, you know, like like Coach Tomlin was asking me about Darnell and where I thought he fit, and I thought he was a right tackle. You know, his best spot was right tackle. Well, they already got Chukes under contract or something, so yeah. at least Broderick gives them some flexibility. If, if they need to plug him in at guard, they can play him at guard. But, man, for, he was good at both positions at Georgia. So that's uh, – and you got to protect that young quarterback. you got to give Kenny Pickett a chance. So uh, I thought that was a good pick. I thought, I, I thought Pittsburgh overall had one of the best drafts. What? Say what? <laughs> what? What are some new things coming up for the uh, the the Senior Bowl in future years? Yeah, we've uh, you know we've got the biggest thing on our horizon here. We do a scout school um, for former NFL players that we're looking to you know get into the business, get into the profession in June. So we got that going on, and then we've got our Hall of Fame event um, at the end of June, and we partner that up with a charity golf event. But this year's Hall of Fame class is uh, man, it's it's like. Matthews, uh, Lane Johnson, CJ2K, Chris Johnson, uh, let's see, well, Brian Westbrook, the old Philadelphia Eagles running back, mm-hmm. and the eight-time All-Pro from the Baltimore Ravens. So, And then our rookies of the year are like Christian Watson from Green Bay, Tariq Woolen from Seattle, and, uh, and uh, Damian Pierce, the running back wow. for the Houston. So really star-studded event. Um, at the end of June, we're excited. This is going to be our third third one we've had in the summertime with this golf event. So um, it's busy, man, and we're already on twenty twenty four drafts. So, mm-hmm. say time one more question. Okay, guys, I got to run. I got to take you. I got to jump on another call. Okay, I appreciate Sounds it. Sounds good. So thanks, much. thanks for making time for us, Jim. Yeah, thanks, guys. All right, our thanks again to Senior Bowl Director Jim Nagy for speaking with James Jordan about the 2023 NFL Draft. Uh, greatly appreciated. Appreciate his time. 
uh, as always, uh, that interview, this show, and the upcoming Get Around Hall of Fame is brought to you by Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's has two locations in Traverse City. They make subs freaky fresh. They do it freaky fast because they are Jimmy John's. Freaky, yeah. 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 <clears throat> All right, Get Around Hall of Fame time. Let's nominate uh, some athletes uh, for the Athlete of the Week award. Uh, as we do each and every week. Uh, I went first last week. Who wants to go first this week? I'll go. My nomination goes to East Jordan softball player Lizzie Pop. Great name, by the way. Great name. Uh, for exploding. Uh, as, I, as I said in the uh, – oh, if you're going to – you're even going to go exploding, like exploding pop. Boom. I love it, Jordan. Continue. Yeah. I'm so sorry that no, I interrupted. Good. <laughs> you're good. Yeah, Lizzie Pop exploded. There you go. On a grand slam and a triple in the first – of their doubleheader sweep against Harvest Springs this Friday. So that's what my nomination goes to. Again, great name. That is, never heard of that name before. That is awesome. I, I hope that her nickname is Fizzy. I hope so, too. Because if she's Lizzie Fizzy Pop, that, and if she's not, that's a missed opportunity. So they might as well coin it now. They might as well coin it now. Yeah. Coined and minted. Let's Please. do it. Yep. James, you're not. Jordan's nomination. coming in with the names this season. They got. They got Lizzie Pop. The baseball team has Wad Gots. <laughs> yeah, we got to do that name draft. Yeah. We got to do the yeah. name draft. We got to do the name draft soon. coming up. Yep. <clears throat> so. We'll do like baseball and softball drafts later in the season, and then we got to have a name towards draft. the end of the year a, a name draft. Yeah, 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 yeah where we just yeah, draft yeah. the coolest names. Oh my I've already started my cheat sheet on that. <laughs> don't, don't, don't look. I I love how prepared James is for this podcast. It's, even, it's, for it's the, awesome. even for the area code game, that is awesome. Even for the area code. <laughs> <laughs> for C, man. It's, hey, do you vote? Do hey, you? I've just got a file on my computer, and when I see a f- cool name come up in prep, I just type it in the. That's smart. Type that it is. in there, and that is. That's smart. That's smart. That should be doing All right, your that. nomination, James. Uh, Lauren Bingham from Elk Rapids Soccer. Uh, she scored her 100th career goal against Marquette. Uh, they were playing in a tournament this weekend, uh, so they had three games. She had eight goals total in those three games, and uh, but. She scored one against Marquette, and that was her 100th career goal. Um, and, uh, and she's done that only in three seasons because she didn't play in varsity as a freshman. Hmm. Um, so that's just a, an impressive stat. I mean, scoring 100, scoring 100 goals is something that's been done multiple times at Elk Rapids, but almost all by, I think, four-year players, not a three-year varsity player. Wow. All right. All right. Uh, I am going to go with uh, – I'm going to go to the lacrosse field. Or is it a pitch? Is, is it a lacrosse pitch, like a soccer pitch? Like the field, is that what it's called? I don't know. We'll have to ask okay. Liberty. We've got to find out. Gotta find out. I'm going to, I'm, well, I'm, I'm going to go to lacrosse. And uh, Traverse City United's Gavin Heisel um, helped the uh, co-op lacrosse team go 3-0 over the last week. Uh, 15-9 win over Petoskey, which he had seven goals and two assists. Uh, and then a 10-7 win over Grand Rapids Christian, in which he had... Three goals and one assist, and then a 24-8 to eight win over Midland. And in that one, he scored 10 goals and had two assists, Ten? giving him 20 goals and five assists uh, over a three-game span for the now 8-3 and three Traverse City United. So we will uh, we'll start the, we'll start the, the voting. It's, it's not easy this week, I'll be honest with you. This isn't a, a runaway. I could have nominated who I nominated last week uh, in uh, Aiden Heron and Brooklyn Frazee because they did the same thing this last week. Uh, they swept all of the uh, all of the races, um, and then I think won either three out of four or or, or, or all four um, relay races as well. So that that duo is super impressive out of Buckley. Yeah, she had um, and she had a race where she did the 400 in under 60 seconds. Oh my goodness. Yeah, like 58 seconds. I, it, I think it was 58 something last sometime last week. I remember that coming up when I was doing prep. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh Jordan, your vote for athlete of the week. 20 goals in 3 games is very hard to do. 10 goals, 10 goals in a game. I'll go with Tyson. That's a that's impressive. James? Yeah, sure. I'll go with Heisel. I think Bingham's maybe already been in it anyway before. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, I, I was... If not, you should. I was, I was leaning toward Bingham only because I think eight goals in three games is pretty impressive. And also, 
hitting that milestone mark of 100 goals uh, in, in three seasons, not even three seasons, two-plus seasons, basically, uh, is is really, really uh, impressive. But I am happy uh, to give it to TC United's uh, Gavin Heisel, uh, and we will induct him into the Get Around Hall of Fame, the most exclusive club in northern Michigan. All right, and with that, we get to wrap up the show Happy endings. Uh, what made you happy this week, inside and outside of sports? Uh, I'm going to start again this week uh, because I, it was what made me happy last week was the the video of uh, Wrexham uh, being promoted or, or uh, out of the National League, uh, and you guys had asked me, like, "Hey, did you watch Welcome to Wrexham?" And I said, "No, I haven't." And you both suggested that I do so, uh, mm-hmm. and I did. Uh, I binged all 18 episodes in the last week, um, and I absolutely, I adored it. I loved that. I loved it so much. It was such, um, it was so heartwarming and fulfilling and nice, and I, I just needed something like that, and... Uh, I don't normally binge watch shows. Like I'm not a I'm not someone who who does that. I can't remember the last time that I binged watch a show like I like I did this. Uh, but yeah, I, I watched all 18 episodes, and I think I finished Saturday night or Sunday night, something like that. So uh, thank you guys for the recommendation. Uh, I, I really appreciate it. That's. Uh, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll say that's a, that's a twofer because it's a TV show and it has to do with sports. So it's inside and outside of sports. So that's my twofer right there. Did you that's see JJ Watt announced that he bought part of a English soccer team too? Yeah. I did. I saw it on Twitter right before I had, uh, uh, before we came on, uh, the air here. Yeah. Burnley. It's a, it's actually a premier league team, yeah, but he's is. not buying like the whole thing. He's no. just buying like a, yeah, he's just investing share. in it or something yeah. like that. Yeah. <clears throat> but his wife's a professional soccer player. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Hence the interest in soccer. LeBron does that too. LeBron has like parts of like I think it's Arsenal or Man City, one of the two teams. But yeah, LeBron does and that I, thing. I'm I'm finding myself more interested in. I believe they refer to it as the most beautiful game, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The, the beautiful game. Yeah. yeah, beautiful game. Or or just the beautiful game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I watched. Uh, I watched the Mexico USA oh. match a couple of weeks ago, uh, in which the USA tied it up one one. I think with like. Eight minutes left to play. That was interesting. I mean, obviously, I'm a huge Ted Lasso fan, so I don't know. I, I'd be getting into football. You're getting into it. The different Please. kind of football. Football. The football. Football. So. football. Football. All right. What's making you guys happy this week? Oh well, I was like just invested all week in the NFL draft. Like that is like one of my favorite things. And uh, so that's what I was doing on Thursday and Friday nights. And then even Saturday while I was working, had the TV on in the background, and Brian and I were paying attention to who the the Lions got. And... That's awesome. Yeah, you're yeah, you're me. definitely you're going next year. Yeah, you should go. Like, dude. Yeah. We are Thursday we are night. Actually, it is sure. a yeah, Thursday night. Them. We had a few friends over. Um, I made up. I made six pounds of chicken wings. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> a lot of wings, bro. Which I think we ate like all of them. There's only nice. two or three left That's at the awesome. end. Yeah, wow. With five people. Damn. So, wow. Okay. Wow. So like a pound plus each. <laughs> a person. Yeah. yeah. That's not bad. Yeah, we put them away. That's, I mean. You, yeah, you, put, them, yeah. you put them away. Yeah. That is. I'm bulking up the play I mean, line. To, to be fair, is there, there are, there are few better pairings in sports. Oh yeah. Than like. Chicken wings and professional sports, whether it's a draft or a game or, mm-hmm. you know, Facts. I don't know, a wrestling pay-per-view or something like that. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's all. Then I doubled down so, on Friday night and went to Buffalo Wild Wings to watch the draft. Nice. Beautiful. I think you all dropped out. Dropped all right, Jordan, what was making you happy? Bell. I need the bell. Okay. Lakers are on the next round. Thank you. Oh, I needed that. Yeah, oh, great win. Oh, they said he doesn't, Dylan Brooks said he doesn't respect no one until he gives him 40. We beat him by 40, and he still didn't speak. I love that. 
Um, and he got fined twenty five grand for it. Pay up, buddy. And then he says he's going to continue doing it, which, by all means, good luck, man. He's a free agent, so we'll see where he goes. Um, yeah, it's Lakers, Warriors, um, Bond versus Steph Curry. Couldn't ask for any better playoff game. Uh, Lakers in seven. I, I feel so good. I, I know we had this question of the week. Um, I don't know if, Jordan, you were here when, when, um, when I asked this, but if you had to choose anyone player, past or present from the NBA to build your NBA franchise around, I'd pick Steph Curry. Oh, good call. Uh, and I feel really, really, really good about that in that fantasy world. I know people would go Jordan, uh, Wilt, Kareem, whatever. I just think Steph is uh, insanely talented, uh, first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, Dropped 50 yesterday, first most points in a game seven ever. A great teammate, a great teammate, a great leader, uh, and uh, just a fun guy. Good with the fans, too. It's hard to hate him. It's hard to hate him. I don't know why people do. He's a great player. I've always enjoyed him. Yeah, Lakers in seven. Sweet. All right. Lakers in seven. All right. I I hope it goes seven. I I'm I'm loving all the game sevens that we're getting. I I watched both hockey games last night. Oh man. Uh, I will say, can I, I? I do want to add one thing though. I don't know any Boston Bruins fans, but I do have some friends who had a team that were up three one in a game set who went up three one and lost. I can only imagine what Boston is feeling like right now, but. As a Los Angeles kid, I I don't really want to know how they're feeling right now because Boston has always been that they don't like us, we don't like them. So it's like, you know, enjoy. See you next season. Great season, great overall season, best record in NHL, best ever in history. But, uh, you know, it must suck. See ya. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. It must suck. <laughs> but that was a good game, great game. And then Seattle Kraken, great team name, by the way. Great team name. Yep. I love yeah, that. I um, love that name. I hope they, they, I hope are, they go far. I hope they go far. Yeah, they are. They're my team. They're my team too. Year. I told my buddy that too. I don't. Have, my the Penguins are, didn't even make it, so they're my team. Kraken, Seattle. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else making you guys happy, or, or should we wrap up the show? Uh, I'm just counting down the days so I go and walk. Uh, we are three weeks away from my graduation, so three weeks, and I get to be walking. I just want to say it could not have been on a more inconvenient day as we have the Bayshore Marathon uh, that weekend, uh, which is going to be absolutely brutal for James and I. Um, but we did it last year, and uh, we'll do it again this year. My bad. Um, hey, hey, man. I, I, yeah. That, your graduation is much more important than uh, the Bayshore, so we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, Sounds good. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate it. All right, James, anything from your Twitter corner? Uh, this is actually not from the Twitter corner, but um, you know how I have a, a love-hate relationship with the, uh, the, the company-issued MacBook that they gave us. Um, I, I don't know about the love portion. I do know about the hate portion. So do I. Just the yeah, hate portion. Cool. Yeah. The only, the only part I love about the MacBook is that uh, the T doesn't stick on it like my other laptop. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, but I actually fixed it. I actually sort of fixed it because it was having, it was doing this stupid thing where whenever I tried to, uh, highlight a word to copy and paste it somewhere else, it would look it up on Google. Like it would bring a Google page up and look that word up on Google and then you couldn't copy and paste it and everything. And I figured since we aren't allowed to do anything to our computers, you know, we can't put programs on there or make any changes or anything. I didn't think I was going to be able to do anything about it. You know, we have to have IT do that. Uh, but I was actually able to figure out a way to do it and get that turned off. And it uh, drastically reduced the amount of cursing coming out of my cubicle. Fantastic. That's awesome. That's great news. Very good news. Because, yeah, like, uh, God, I can't remember what it was, Tuesday or Wednesday night, when I was doing prep by myself, there was a lot of cussing. Because <laughs> I was trying to copy and paste stuff all the time, you know, in prep, writing up prep, and... It just kept on calling up, bringing up these stupid Google pages, looking up words, and I'm just like, oh, my God, I was so furious. Do you have a love-hate relationship with laptops in general? 
I love this one. My <laughs> my my personal one. I think it's great. It's there you go. Probably way older than. Oh, All right. Man. Well, very good. Very good. Very good. Uh, thank you, boys, uh, for another fine episode of the Get Around Podcast. Uh, thank you to our Audible viewers for tuning in once again. Thanks uh, to Jim Nagy for joining James and Jordan. Really appreciate that. Uh, and again, another wonderful episode of the Get Around Podcast. We'll be back again next week with episode 252 as we find out what the 252 area code is. Uh, but until then, I've been your host, Brendan Queeley. They've been, they have been James and Jordan. And this has been episode 251 of the Get Around Podcast. And it is now in the books. <laughs>